0: Hello, welcome, good evening, and welcome to Intentional Now Podcast. I'm Kristen Wombeck, and this is an engaging workshop discussion on change, purpose, and redefining what we say yes to. I am a spiritual entrepreneur, and I chase huge dreams, bold dreams. I do the work, I ask really good questions so we can get it all done, right? What do I mean by done? Done the life that we were meant to live so let's do this I have some treats in store for you today welcome and hello if this is your first time joining us get your pen and paper ready we dig deep don't we listeners together we reach into the heart of the father we ask questions and we hear answers so let him minister to us he builds us up and brings community between us and around the world it's just amazing so i have a quick call out hello china welcome india i hear you united kingdom canada hello neighbor france oh i am so looking forward to rescheduling my airplane ticket and visit you russia colombia ireland and my home usa hey everybody are you ready just a quick cue from last week. OMG, didn't God deliver freedom or what? I know you have many more questions, right? Well, you may ask them in the podcast comments, on Instagram, on my contact page, or you can find me at Coaching for Life 2022. If you have been walking through a difficult transition, make sure you listen to last week's episode shift now it will really help you so a reminder for all my listeners i put links in the episode description for you on all highlighted subjects it's one of the benefits for my pat- patron subscribers is episode notes yes 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 so check that out okay today the takeaways for today's episode so, so today, remember I said there's a treat, I have a guest speaker! <laughs> Yay! A dear friend of mine who is also written within the pages of the unfinished book. You will find his name in my endorsements and also just immersed in Chapter 11 Angels on a First Name Basis. Okay, our topic today is how to work partner and cooperate with angels how they help us to learn understand the supernatural and many testimonies of the ministers of light. yes 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 now without further ado let me click a button over here <laughs> I would like to welcome a very dear friend of mine A person in the kingdom, Dr. George Watkins. Let me give you a little bit of a drum roll here. He's a prophet, an apostolic leader, a pastor, a father to the nations. Dr. George Watkins has been ordained by the Lord for over six decades of gospel ministry around the world. He was born into a pioneer Pentecostal pastor's home. George has ministered over 25 nations of the world. He is respected as a prophet, an evangelist, an author, a pastor, a minister, and speaker. And through media and his teachings, he continues to carry the good news of the kingdom to a hungry world. So I want to show it because we have have both um, a podcast and we have visual today. I am holding... A wealth of written works in my hands here. Books by George Watkins. Let me share them with you. So, why don't you ask the boy if Jesus heals the sick today? A powerful book on healing, secrets to a long life, and divine health. And this is my favorite. He gave it to me quite a few years ago. Women in today's church. And his most recent partnership in writing, Profit Sharing, What Is God Saying in This Season? Uh, Of course, I will put all the leaks in there. So as my friend George would say, he has, this is what I say about him, he's shifted supernaturally with God through countless moves of the Spirit over the decades. And that is a miracle, and I honor you for it. He continues to grow, seek, and learn the ways of God. So let's welcome my friend. Yay. Now, all the bells and whistles and everything, and my listeners would like to know a little bit more about you. So I met you, George, on a supernatural mentoring class. And we've known each other, what, eight or nine years? Yeah. 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 And you've been married how many years and how many grandkids? Fifty-four. Whew.
1: Years, not grandkids. <laughs> Seven grandkids. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Yeah. We, uh, we prayed a long time for that and get our grandkids till we were in our 70s. So oh. I'm going to live a healthy life so I can watch them grow up.
0: Right. They'll keep you young, right?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my. Well,
1: after that introduction, I'd like to meet that guy. He sounds like he's. <laughs> Kind of a cool guy. <laughs> <day. laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, I, I've,
1: often, I've often said that we need to hear a report from our friends every once in a while.
0: Yes. Yeah, because there's
1: something about the the spirit of uh, encouragement. And uh, that thing that, that we hear when someone says you're doing a good job. Even though in our older years we're supposed to be adult. And don't need that. But that's part of our soul life, isn't it? That's an emotional part of us that just needs to have a pat on the back once in a while. I agree with you. Amen. I've got a couple of churches that I go to. uh, Well, I go to more than that. But there's there's a couple of pastors that give me such an introduction. I say, I just travel here just to hear that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. That makes me smile. Well, thank
1: you for that introduction and- You're welcome, a, thank you. It's a joy to be on your, uh, <clears throat> with your team and with your, uh, your group of people that are listening today. We're in a, we're in a time of spiritual um, increase, revelation, enlargement that in my lifetime, I haven't seen. Now I've been through some pretty exciting changes. Um, from classical Pentecost to charismatic, and into the faith movement, into the prophetic movement, into the deliverance movements—all um, those, some of them run, running together at the same time. Mm. But when revelation comes to us individually, then it's—it's it's, you know—it's new, it's individual. So I've been through a number of those. But what's happening in this current uh, awakening? Now we, you know, we had the Brownsville and the and the uh, Toronto um, and the uh, Fort Smith and all those wonderful hot spots of the world that brought in <clears throat> angelic movements, brought in revelation. But what we're what we're seeing now, because perhaps because of our ability to have contact differently and and you know around the world,
0: mm-hmm.
1: there is something. Uh, opening up in the revelation of the heavenlies, revelation of uh, the intimacy with God, uh, how to walk in the spirit differently than than we uh, were taught or, or heard or understood. Um, when we were in the in the faith movement, now I'm still a faith person. My goodness, you don't live without faith. But when the emphasis was being taught on faith... It be it could if we weren't careful it became mechanical, uh, and, but it wasn't relational, ah. and this is a relational journey we're on now. I it's um, it's so much different in that particular sense, and um, so that's uh, that's the subject for today: is how to how to interchange, how to interact, how to get involved in in the intimacy of God's heart, and how to step into the presence of the Lord how to live in that contact amen Mm -hmm. joy to be here
0: thank you thanks for being here so I want to remind my listeners remember heaven is alive and what George and I talk about today and share that is just an open door for you Holy Spirit is right there with you to minister and love on you. So as we open our hearts to receive, Father, we welcome the kingdom of heaven to teach us, to manifest itself to us. And thank you, Holy Spirit, for teaching us all things. Jesus, we are so much ready for more. Amen? Amen. So today I titled Angels Among Us. And so I also did a little bit of checking and research on my friend. He has 12 YouTube sessions just on the topic of angels. And you can find them and subscribe to his channel. I will leave you the link. So we're privileged to have such a wealth of knowledge and experience sitting here with us today as we discuss angels among us. So I'm gonna set this up a little bit here today. Let me set up an encounter that I had just a couple of months ago. And it was I was on Instagram and I was scrolling through my daily posts and a well-respected prophet that I follow posted a snippet from his podcast from an interview about another prophet who said, that he had encountered a massive angel. His guest was asked by the Lord to release this angel and his order over the nation. So my first question for you, George, is how should I, how should we come into partnership with this kind of prophetic word?
1: You know, the biggest hindrance in the body of Christ, for interchanging with spiritual things is this uh, pecking order that's kind of set up
0: Hmm. Um,
1: the you know the real spiritual people can do this but i'm just dirt clod you know (laughs) Hmm. i'm the lowest guy in the rung and that's of course a lie every born again believer has that intimate contact with christ because they are in christ and if if there's some exercise before we before you get involved before you step into that realm that we're talking about it needs to be an exercise in knowing who you are in Christ and that you are you are you are tight with a father there's no separation if you'll do that then stepping in going in encountering the spiritual world that we talk about is is your it's yours it's not just for the big you know the big shooters, <laughs> the big hit <laughs> uh, It's for it's it's for you. It's for you and I. Amen. So, with that in mind, I just I just read just last week again a, a book I pick up once in a while by by Jean uh, um, Gayon, I think it is. She was uh, she was a mystic in, uh, Oh the,
0: Madame Gion.
1: Madame Gion. Yeah. yeah. And she said one little snippet that just caught me again, because this is something that we miss. She said, you, you have to engage your imagination before you can step into the spirit of God. And I said, whoa, this is the biggie because imagination has been, uh, you know, shot down in the church that you can't imagine anything because that's, you know, well, going back to Calvin when they left the Catholic church, they didn't want any kind of idols not even the imagination you couldn't even you couldn't even picture god because that was idol worship well that still hangs around in the in the edges but what what i'm in, inviting you to do today when we're talking about angelic visitations and stepping in or going into the presence of the lord is you need to see yourself and you need to be able to see the picture in your spiritual screen, because the Lord throws that up, your spirit throws it up, wherever it comes from, you can see it. And if you'll do that, you can step in and join the journey that we that we talk about today, which has to do with angels. So when God speaks to us, the Holy Spirit speaks to us and says, I'm going to show or I'm going to give you this, or he just gives it to us. It's in our, it's in the same screen, the same little block of you know consciousness that we walk in, there it is. And if you'll exercise that, it's like a muscle and you can, you can have faith in what you're hearing and seeing because you are a joint heir, you are co-labor, You are one with him, he is in you and you are in him. That's the beginning of what we're talking about. Somewhere along the line, sister, Christian and I, now that's an old tag, you know, Uh, know everybody with sister and brother, (laughs) it's an honor. Um, We had to at some point believe what we were seeing and hearing. And somewhere in that early stages, we made a conscious awareness, a conscious commitment that I hear the Lord. Yes, I hear the Lord. That's God. So if you're waiting for the flame in the back of the wall with the finger, like in Daniel, uh, you may wait a while. There's a a verse in uh, the scripture that's always been a help to me early on, especially. And it says, uh, more blessed is he that believes without seeing, because I was raised with the, with the stories of, of, you know, the finger on the wall and the, and the angel looking like a real person standing in my room or the loud voice in my head, you know, or ear. But I had to start out believing that what I received in that screen, that in my imagination, it's, it it seemed like it was my imagination, but it really was the beginning of the training of my spiritual man to begin to hear and see. So when we talk about some of our experiences now, I've been, I've been on this wonderful journey, uh, 63 years. (laughs) I was born again at seven and Holy spirit filled at eight. Uh, My prophetic uh, gifts begin to be evident in my teen late teens um, so so that was that's the muscle so when we speak now it's in, it's a little intimidating because oh well you're so seasoned no the spirit is ageless it works exactly the same when you start I still believe in it I, I, I still have to exercise faith and when I hear I'm committed to know God's speaking to me amen So that's an encouragement before we talk about some of our our experiences. I don't want you to feel like it can't be your experience because you are connected with us in spiritual life and there's no separation. There's no time separation and there's no space separation. Some of you'll hear this a day later, a month later, and the connection is just the same as it would be if we were in the same room. I laying agree. hands on you or prophesying or teaching. So I encourage you to let your imagination be God's
0: imagination. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good stuff. I loved what you said that the spirit is ageless. Yes. That's good. That's really good. So um, how do you discern angels?
1: I believe that when I hear it will, it will, it will be true. I discern angels on different, on different levels. There's different magnitudes of, of entrance experience. Every once in a while, it'll, I'll I'll be in a room and I'll just know they're here. Mm -hmm. Now I know they're here first of all, because they never, they never leave, but they're special visitations. Uh, we know that our angel that is with us from birth to, 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 our, to our entrance back to the father never leaves us. He's our angel that walks and guides and leads. And as we mature and as our gifting begins to be revealed, we have added additional uh, team, a team that walks with us, a posse, as, you, as I like to say. And they stay with us. So I know they're with me all the time. But then there's the occasion where there's a, there's an increase. For instance, if I'm in a particular public service where I'm ministering prophetically or, or uh, there's a, a healing ministry, there's a, there's additional angels that will join that because uh, just a few weeks ago, I went to a meeting and in preference, in, Preparation for that, the angelic came and told me what was going to happen, or the, at least the essence of the anointing. Not every individual action, obviously, but they go then the, he would go ahead, or the angelics would go ahead and prepare the people. This is what I hear. This is what they, they tell me, or they you know. Now, if it's more comfortable for you to to feel like the Holy Spirit told you. I don't have a problem with that because the voice of heaven is so intertwined and the angels are messengers. So they do carry the message of the father to us. And the Holy spirit is the engine, the, the, the anointed power behind everything. So nothing happens without the Holy spirit. So if you come from a background where you feel more comfortable, where you said the Holy spirit told me to do this or that good. But when you begin to understand the, the uh, team that god sends my uh, <clears throat> one of my wonderful uh, tags into the scripture or or, or uh, you know re- revelation is uh, matthew 8 5 with the centurion and um, he came and he said my servant's sick jesus said i'm on the way let's go he said no 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 he said i don't want you to do that I too am a man under authority. And I say to one, go and he goes, and to another, come and he comes. And Jesus said, Whoa, I didn't hear that in Israel. I had to hear it in a Roman officer. It's a big deal. Why? Because he described the inner working of the angelic, because he sent the word and healed them, but it was carried on the power of the angelic ministries. And the angel went into that servant's room and laid hands on him. Now, quite often, it's an interesting to that people in the congregation see angels around me more than I do mm-hmm. on, the, on the average. Now, not that I don't, but because often people will say, well, when you step forward, there were two angels that stepped forward with you. When you laid hands on, there were angels that were ministering. So that, that tells me the, the company continues to work with us. So, so the, the, the abiding angels are something that I interact with all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I, have a, I have additions that have happened over the years. So they are, they are with me all the time. And some of them came, uh, this is through the revelation of the Holy Spirit and through interchanging with angelic visitations over the last years, these. This is how I know these things. That uh, some of them came to me as I developed into another stage or another experience, and they came with to me with uh, certain anointed purposes. Um, different angels have different um, gifting or anointing or or uh, directives, and so that's what they come for. Some come. To well, for instance, one of one of the angels I have, <laughs> mm-hmm. I know it sounds a little simple, but it's called his, his name is is um, Trumpeter, and I said okay. He says when I when I prophesy, he says I stand in front of that person you're prophesying to and blow the trumpet in his face so that that prophetic word will be driven or blown into his spirit, and he will he will be able to embrace it. Now, why do we need to know that? Why did I need to have that pic- picture view, that pictorial view, or that image in my mind? Because that's how I I, wa- I work and walk with my angels, and I work with them so that when I step up to someone, I know I'm having my team work with me. Mm-hmm. Amen. I'm not alone. And it's not just an it's not just an act of faith where I'm faithing it out and I'm believing God. Yes. We do that. We never lose that. But it's a it's a work of the spirit and we're working together with our angels. Amen.
0: Yeah. Amen. Well, I'm not surprised here, George. You're answering my questions before I even ask them doesn't surprise me from a prophetic person. <laughs> it's awesome so you were talking about the different kinds of ministries and purposes of angels can you elaborate a little bit more on on healing angels
1: well I have a um, I have a category of, of in my notes, and my, you know, I write things down, so, <laughs> so I don't have to use all my brain power remembering, so I can read it again, <laughs> and uh, in the, in the, so far, the selection that the Holy Spirit has sent, and revealed to me, there's a, a, a multiple talents, and gifts, but in that, included in that, is a healing angel, one that's able to to release divine healing, mm-hmm. I uh, I love to draw from other testimonies. So in my you know my world's not just me. One of the f- people that I love to, to follow is um, oh my <laughs> Oates. I think his last name's Oates. He's mm-hmm. a prophet and a and a um, Gary. Yeah, Gary Oates, and uh, he talks about some of the some of the wildest experiences that uh, when the healing angels come in, that when people go into that particular spot in the room, they get healed. It's happened to me often. Now, when I go into a a building to minister in the, you know, in the, (laughs) we have to, in this new, in this age where, you know, Visual or, or in person—that's the—that's so person. When I in person minister, there are spots in the room. Believe it, believe it or not, there's spots in that room that are hot and spots that are not. Mm-hmm. And if I can find that spot, which it's pretty pretty easy when you got your Geiger counter out, your spiritual sensor, mm-hmm. and uh, and there's spots that seem to have uh, uh, the angelic there when they're not in another spot. And not in the whole room. I know the Holy Spirit comes and fills the, fills the room. But when the angels are ministering, it seems they move among the people differently. Now, I've done quite a bit of uh, ministering to the sick in mass because we've done crusades around the world. And T.O. Osborne really opened this up. When I was a boy, Oral Albert said, lay his hands on people. That was his release of faith. That's all he knew. And there were some times in his earlier days where he laid hands on 7,000 people in an evening Um, in Atlanta, Georgia was one of them. I had a, I have an old magazine with, with him doing that. Teal Osborne ended up with, you know, 500,000 people in front of him or more. And how do you do this? And God told him to pray in mass. And so he would release the spirit of God and pray the prayer of faith the angels then would go out and begin to heal people. Um, Catherine Kuhlman would do the same thing. She would. there's someone up there in the balcony and there was, there would be an, an angelic ministry going on, just like uh, uh, the messengers where they send messengers out, you know, the runners, uh-huh. that would be the, the healing angel. Um, one of the guys I, I uh, follow in some of his writings talked about, Going to a Catherine Kuhlman meeting, and afterward he came out. This was in L.A., of course, down there in Echo Park area. And there was a, a New Age uh, rally going on with tents and all the you know the paraphernalia. So he thought, I'm going to go kind of check him out. He walked into this tent, and the man in the tent said, "Say, uh, didn't I see you at the at the Catherine Kuhlman meeting? This might have been Gary Oates." my uh, at the catherine kuma meeting, he says he said yeah I was there he, the, and the, here's the, the the new age guy saying did you see all those angels and uh, Gary Oates hadn't come into that yet and he said oh no man <laughs> I'm I'm the spiritual guy I'm supposed to see him well <laughs> the eye opens and they're there but those healing angels then have that that particular gift or particular anointing no, I see it as the glory of God being contained on that angel when it leaves the presence of the father mm-hmm. and that glory that they carry to you and I when they come into our room mm-hmm. uh, is just a, it, it, the glory is the, is the release of that healing. It's, you know, that's the way I picture it. And I, I just see that's how it happens. The, uh, <clears throat> The ministry of, of healing is an amazing thing. When you can send healing around the world, uh, you can speak the word just like Jesus in Matthew, in Matthew 8 and send the word, but the word is a release for the angelic mm-hmm. to go into that room and lay hands on that person and have them uh, delivered from that sickness. And that's that. those reports have come back. Over and over as I've, over the years, as I've ministered, mm-hmm. it, the angelic showed up, the spirit of God was there. There's, there's a number of different ways that we express it, but it's all the same release of the father. Um,
0: amen. Mm-hmm. I agree.
1: With
0: you. <laughs> I like what you reiterated that there is no distance. There's no space. There's no time. There isn't even an issue or circumstance because of the blood of Jesus that separates us from the father. Indeed. And so there isn't anything that's going to keep the in the angels from actually ministering his good pleasure, his heart.
1: Yes. Just as we're um, in this moment. I just feel a release of the spirit of God into the homes that have tuned in today. Mm -hmm. And uh, to those that are listening, I want you to be aware of a change, a shift that's just happened in your room or your automobile, or maybe you've got your headset on. I want you to feel that shift because that's, that's one of the signals I get is when it seems like all of a sudden the door opened or the pressure in the room shifted that's always a signal that the angelic have, have entered or they're ready to speak or minister. And I just release this to you now. So you can just step into this arena of faith and experience with us as we continue just to uh, open up this doorway. Now I have a special gift God's given me, and that is the ability to open doors for people. I, I, <clears throat> I know Jesus is the way maker and he opened the door. So I'm, I'm not taking that part. I'm just doing what he told me to do. He told me to go into all the world and do the same thing. So I'm opening a door for you right now for you to be able to step into the presence of the Lord and experience a relationship that has, has to do with angelic because it has to do with his presence. And in the presence of the Lord, there's a lot of angels folks. (laughs) amen some people talk about you know there's a little bit of criticism I I, I say that tongue-in-cheek a little bit of criticism in the church when you talk about angels but I just want to remind you that if you if you are in the presence of the Lord take a snapshot of what his presence is there's a hundred million angels all around him (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so if you're in his presence it's crowded with angelic visitations and ministries. So be encouraged in that.
0: Absolutely. I agree. I agree. And they are still ascending and descending on the sons of man. Amen.
1: I heard a, uh, I heard an illustration the other day. Um, might have been by Robin Bullock, prophet, talking about, Co-opting, cooperating, and working with God. And he gave the illustration of a giant co- cockpit in a 747. Mm-hmm. There's two pilots, at least, and you know, four or five other guys doing other things-a a pilot and a co-pilot. But they're so far apart in that cockpit that the main pilot trying to find the plane has to tell the co-pilot, switch that. Turn that switch over there because I can't reach it. That's you and I walking and cooperating and co-laboring with God. He has given you and I. A commission to work in this atmosphere, in this sphere, this sphere of life, you know, this world. But with that, he sent his angels. Hebrews 114 says to those who heirs of the salvation, they're you know, flames of fire, they minister to us, they are working with us to fulfill the commands of God. And God said, Jesus said, go into all the world, but he didn't say, go and do it alone, dude, because you're on your own. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, he said, I'm sending you my company, my my workers, my support team, mm-hmm. and and the Holy Spirit's there, but he's got a lot of legs and and <laughs> you know, bodies, spiritual bodies called angelic hosts. Amen.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree. I agree so on a on a on a personal note um, how do you um, uh, encounter um, work with how do you tune into angels personally for you not not in regards of of ministry but when you are walking through a time or season or actually just seeking revelation how do you what kind of personal tools do you use with the angels to be able to fine tune and hone how you hear the voice of the Lord?
1: There's a, there's a proactive approach and there's a, a, a what's the other one where you're not proactive <laughs> or you just wait, <laughs> you know, and I, I, I interact with people all the time in the church that believe in angels, but they, they don't have a proactive approach. Ah. They, they don't initiate anything. They just someday if God ever shows that he loves me enough, he'll, you know, if I need it, I'll have it so forth. Well, I'm, I believe that he's given us a proactive. We're, we're to step in by faith. Mm-hmm. So I know that I know the angels are with me and my illustration is, what if you took a trip with someone across the States in a car and for five days, never talked to them, it would be odd. And by the time you got there, you'd probably be, you wouldn't be friends anymore. <laughs> True. Why didn't you talk to me? Well, the angelic are here. And to, to, to interact with them by faith. And I do that. Now I'm not continually just doing that, but every once in a while, it's like, whew, Yes, okay. Well, I don't know who's here right now, but I just want to receive what you've brought me. And then I open my spirit. Uh-huh. And because of the prophetic uh, development, I believe I'm hearing the Lord. Now you say, "Well, I'm not a prophet. I don't have that." Well, that's the muscle. Uh-huh. That's where you step in. Mm-hmm. That's where you begin to be trained by by some of your mentors, some of your uh, elder spiritual people begin to they, be, they, they can tell you no that wasn't god this is god so lean this way go this way and uh, every one of us had to do it so so that would be the kind of the the simple easy uh, not easy but i mean uh, gentle way or there's an angel <clears throat> there's an angel here um I was just reminded uh, when I was getting ready to talk to you, Kristen, on uh, on Benjamin, when <laughs> yeah. when, uh, when Benjamin came to you uh, in Corvallis,
0: uh-huh.
1: and and said that he was going to be available or he's going to go and be with some of us. I forget the details. Well, I was I had a little roof repair. Yes, I am a real person. <laughs> <laughs> on my shop roof. And I was up on the top of the roof. It's probably summertime. And I received in when Christian said that I received the fact that Benjamin was going to go, we were on a, on a zoom broadcast. And so I opened my spirit for it. And I said, I'm open for that encounter. Well, in the two o'clock in the afternoon, all of a sudden I'm on the roof. I'm not in prayer. I'm not studying the Bible. I knew it was there. I said, you're here, aren't you, Benjamin? (laughs) And he began to talk to me about some of the things he was going to do for me and with me for these next days. Now, I'm not totally sure. Experience always develops and we learn. I'm not totally sure if I could keep him as a personal angel. I doubted that. I think he was, he was more of a, senior advisor <laughs> but he stayed with me long enough to do some things and speak some things in my life I've got into my notes when I go there I'm 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 reminded of some of those things he said so that would be that would be something that we open our spirit and we believe if you believe you shall receive there's not a shadow of doubt your good lord relieve that's the song by the way <laughs> so so um Maybe a, a a different picture would be uh, the experience I had in in a few years ago. That um, just before the turn of the year, this was six seven years ago now. Uh, before the turn of the year, I'm 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 tucking in for the night, and when I tuck in, I always open up, and and ninety uh, percent of the time, perhaps sometimes I may not do it all right, Lord, I'm going to sleep. My spirit never sleeps. So I'm open. Whatever you've got for me, I'm open. You know, here I am. Well, I heard this, this, the voice of the Lord, 12, 12, 12 I said, okay. What does that mean father? Now don't be afraid to ask questions. Mm-hmm. And when you hear back, when you get it back, don't doubt it. Don't say, Oh, that's stupid. Oh, that's just me. Oh, that's, I must've had too much pizza. I hate that pizza thing. Everybody's always used to pizza for some reason when you have a dream or something. And so, so, uh, you know, believe it. So he said, I said, 12, he said 12 angels, 12 keys, 12 miracles in 12 months. All right. That set me. Yeah. This was a day before the new year. So on the first of the new year of the first of each month for that 12 months, an angel came into my room and I had an encounter and I stayed with that. angel. that angel stayed in communication with me for the entire month. And in that entire month, I could ask, I could ask, I could communicate, we could interact so forth. Now, looking back on it, why didn't I talk 24 hours a day, you know, and I, you know, drain the whole thing, <laughs> get every information I could. Doesn't work that way. You get revelation, and it soaks in, and you meditate. You try to you try to embrace it. So it's not just a fire hose download when you're interacting with the Holy Spirit or with the angelic. It's usually what you can contain and assimilate. So over that period of month of a month, and each of the angels, and some of them came. Dramatically, where, uh, for instance, um, month of May, somewhere in the middle, maybe June, I'm in a hotel room in in Eugene, and uh, the room shook. The bed shook. Mm. It's like something had fallen down, and I, I rolled over, and there was a, there was a block, a square block on the on the floor, like a concrete block, and it morphed into an angel, and it ended up being a a, a pretty sturdy looking guy his name was kind of like a russian uh, a russian name um, come to me if i think about it hard enough but he he was he turned out to be my anchor angel ah. and he said he said i am here to hold you mm-hmm. and i stand on the edge of your of your position like a like he's on the edge of my robe or my you know <laughs> whatever i'm wearing he said i won't let you move off that because i am your anchor angel you will not slip now that does something to someone when they uh-huh. begin to understand god gives these type of angels to us i had another angel come who was uh, his name was P- pylon uh, a massive gate and he said i'm here to open doors gateways and revel revelatory uh openings for you i am here to open the way for you so it begins to be a tool chest that you begin to carry and you pull out of your tool chest, what you need. Paul said that, uh, you know, that we should seek the best gift. Well, what do you need? If you need a hammer, you don't need a screwdriver. <laughs> you need the gift you need at the time. So I had, a, I had one of the angels come in about, uh, oh, he came in, a few hours early, not one wasn't, wasn't midnight. It wasn't official. And he came in dancing and he said, it's, it's, it's may, uh, whatever month it might've been May. He said, it's may somewhere in the world. And he was a happy angel. Um, So, so there, there's, there's angels that came to me that year that were, that brought glory. They just revealed glory. Others, had a, uh, like I say, the, the anchor. There were revelatory angels. There were angels that, that gave me guidance or protection. Now, over that period of time, then, God added several more beside that. I hired an angel. <laughs> I get flapped for this, but I don't care. <laughs> I hired an angel. Early on, I said, I need some help with this. So I hired an angel and named him Herb because I had a pastor named Pastor Herb and he took notes for everything. Uh. I said, I need a scribe. So I hired a scribe to bring back those things I need to remember and to make notes.
0: Mm-hmm. And I have,
1: I, I, I rely on that. You say, well, the Holy spirit does that. Okay. sir, I believe that too, but he uses agents, he does. agents. And there was another time I had a revelation God gave me an angel called, um, well, he was my sniper angel. Ooh. And uh, he said he's, he hangs out in the, in the dark and takes out the enemy before you see them. So I, I rely on that. I rely on the fact that the angelic, the angels of the Lord are encamped around, bring me into my destiny. Amen.
0: I agree. Woo-hoo, action-packed. That's so good. Thank you so much. And I'm sure that there's just a horde of questions out there. And it's, what do I always say? Go ask Jesus. He is such a great person to ask. Yay. So it was interesting as I was preparing and writing notes last night and encountering the Lord this morning, um, I asked, I go, oh, you know, I was putting it in my notes. And I go, oh, ask George if he's got a word for anybody. And so from that, then I, heard, I felt this little tap on my shoulder and he goes, um, excuse me. <laughs> and so I have a word for you this morning, George. Okay. I'm ready. All right. So I saw the angels of the Lord come to attend and encourage you. He fastened afresh the foundation of your strong and fruit-bearing faith. You have been faithful to the assignment given you for the shores of the nations. The Lord is updating the deep roots that has held you standing on the rock as a beacon of illumination for many ship captains and many military fleets who have traveled and received guidance from your light. He has commanded his angels to upgrade the filaments of your bulb. He has commanded his angels to reposition the prisms of your life and add new lenses. He has commanded angels to follow your beams, new reach and minister on the waters of transition, illuminating the nations to step beyond the veil. He has commanded angels to erect a staff of light, which is an angel, to send a wavelength of communication for generations to come.
1: Hallelujah. Yes, indeed. I am going to take that into the throne room and meditate on it and receive it. And take it as I've often heard you say and others. Take that sh- prophetic word and just eat it mm-hmm. into my spirit. Thank you. I agree. Wow. I agree. wow. Now, now, just let me f- feed that back to someone listening. Okay. Often. More, more often than I can even, you know, recount. A prophetic word that I give someone that's standing in front of me impacts others in the congregation because the spirit of prophecy is for you right now. And that detailed description that Christian just gave me, I'll receive it because I know I see some things there. I can release my faith for that. But I I just command you by the spirit of God to receive that prophetic word also for yourself. And some of you just felt a leap or kind of a, kind of a twinge inside your spirit, because that was a witness that yes, I, that witness with me. Yes. That's mine. Take that by faith. And you watch the prophetic word work in your life also. Amen.
0: Yeah. woohoo, Yay. Well, this has been such a treat, George. Thank you so much. I love hearing your stories and I'm always increased in my faith and my ability to ask more questions to learn more how God's angel armies and his troops come to help and minister to us it's so encouraging so encouraging thank you so much for being with all of us today for encouraging us with your your wealth and your distance oh my goodness i just honored the distance that you are continuing to travel My pleasure.
1: God bless you all.
0: Thank you. Thank you so very much. So this has just been Intentional Now Podcast. Kristen Womack, thank you so much for listening, being with us, spending this time. Remember that I put all the links in the description. You can find me at KristenWomack.com. Again, you can look up George Watkins at Faith Producers. Yep. And this has been absolutely amazing. You have a great day and I'll talk to you again real soon.